Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week... Oh, that's not what I want. I wrote it down. Oh, I didn't write it down on my... I, I actually wrote something down, like, on paper. Like, on physical paper. <laughs> this week, I am... A savage. I know. I am an officer of crack. Crevice randomly appears, causing chaos. Chaos is spelled with a K, just to make the acronym work. Yes. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, I don't know if I, either I have to hear this or I don't want to hear about a new crevice you have. You totally do. We went up to the lake this weekend, and I went up. Uh, I think I went up Thursday after school because I was going to teach from the lake Friday. So I went up Thursday after school, and it was totally fine. I went up the way I normally go. Drove right in, got me in the dog set up, got the computer set up. Totally fine. And by Friday, I think it was Friday. Anyway, Friday I went to go grab some random stuff at home hardware or whatever. And I came out of the cottage main road and right Right there, <laughs> I had to turn left, which was fine. But if I had wanted to turn right, the road was closed. There was like this big sign up that said, road closed by order of police, blah, 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 no entrance, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be a problem because there's only one way to get into the lake, and that's this road. So, uh-oh. Hmm. Hmm. So it left us wondering like all weekend long, what is the road closed for? Cause it happened really suddenly and there was like no notice or anything. So we're thinking like drug bust, we're thinking murder, we're thinking serial killer in the woods. Apparently it was just a giant crack that opened up in the roadway. So maybe the mole men are coming up, breaking through the surface. <laughs> if you don't hear from me again, it's cause the mole men have uh Damn mole people. They pulled me back down into the bowels of the earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And since it was a long weekend, of course, we didn't have any, like, Fantastic Four to come and fight yeah. the mole people off. So that won't and happen until next week. So now you're stuck with, like, a hole down there and you have to listen to his monologue. <laughs> Compared to the mole man, you are slow, clumsy, totally, here, try and totally. hit me with this. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Every, was, he's doing this to everybody. We everybody. all get the same speech. Totally. Totally. Oh. Giant. Anyway, so that Here. was me. I did make it back. Eventually, we found that there is a way around that road, but you had to go through, like, this skinny little road through the woods, and it was, like, up and down and up and down. And if there was another car coming from the other direction, there was, like, absolutely no way to pull over unless you felt like driving into a tree or a ditch so it was That's bad it was it was crazy i don't know how people use that road but i mean clearly someone must <laughs> but you made it back we made it back safe and sound we left the cottage to the uh safe or not so safe uh handlings of the mole people <laughs> oh boy Totally. So that's me. Paul is off 
racing Lobo, I think. He may make it back in time. They're racing on space, deep space. Totally. Totally, totally. I think it was a I think it was a, a digit race. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think so. Well, I'm Al, and this week I end up being I end up being uh, succumbing to the agents of Costco. Oh dear. Completely overboard shopping trips cause overspending. <laughs> so yes. we went to Costco on Sunday, and usually because we have a membership through like Kim's cousin. So usually right. we just, you know, there's a couple of things we don't need. It's only two of us, really. We don't need a lot of the perishable stuff. It's like usually like every six to eight weeks. It's like, here, get like the five or six things we're running low on. You know, coffee, paper towels, toilet paper, this and that, and that's it. Yes. But there were a couple of things she saw that we want, you know, she want, and she wanted to take a look. She was there. It's been like a year or so since she's been there. So we got a bunch of stuff besides what we normally would get. Of course, that's what they want. <laughs> I got a pair. Of, she got a pair of jeans for me, and there was a pair of work pants like these for work. And I think she got something clothing wise. And there was like a runner rug to use on the lanai outside. And we saw <laughs> one of those uh, not too expensive. Of course, they're not, always not that expensive in comparison. That's how they get you. One of those uh, um, no plug chargers. You know, you put your phone on top of it just and it just starts charging it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Uh, and then there was this, and then there was that, and then there was the other thing. And next thing you know, they ring up the bill, and I go. Whoa, that is a big number. That's a big, big number. That's a very big number. Well, you know, if you only spend that big number once a year. Yeah, we don't do anything like that normally. (laughs) Normally, our amount is like a quarter or less of what that big number is. Yes. Yeah, but it was a big one. That's what they do. They suck you in. And they throw pants at you, and you can't say no. For 10 bucks for jeans? No. No, you cannot. But they didn't have as many free samples as I would like for a Sunday. What? Crazy yeah. town. Crazy Although I did get the fifty hot dog before I left. <laughs> awesome. 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 Like, yep, cheap food. Give me, uh, I'll get something at least. I'll get something. Totally. As opposed to all the other stuff we got. <laughs> Yes. Well, you can, yeah, totally. A cheap hot dog on top of everything else. That's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, at that point, the hot dog could have been five bucks. It's like, who cares? <laughs> That's right. What's five bucks on top of a million? I mean, if you're spending that. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? Totally, totally, totally. All righty. So we are looking at Legion 94, number 67. And it has got Lady Quark front and center. Yeah, the evil Lady Quark. <laughs> Dark Quark. Dark Quark. Mm-hmm. I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. She's gotten a bit of a costume upgrade, costume revamping. It's yeah, it doesn't have the... A uh, little more skin. more skin. You would think if she were revamping, she would get rid of those shoulder pads. They're... Yeah. Instead, They're, I think she increased. Well, that's how you know she's evil. She can't have a mustache, so it's shoulder pads. <laughs> I guess shoulder pads. You can twirl your shoulder pads. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Covers by Kitson, I'm pretty sure, but it's almost it got like a Gil Kane look to it. Almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's got, an all Kitson cover. Yeah. 
It's definitely kits and faces. It's just got Gil Caney like Kirby Crackle around. Yeah. But yeah, you can tell it's kissing. That, that one guy, that one uh, agent all the way in the bottom corner. Yes. <laughs> that is 100% a kissing face. Yeah, he's got kissing face all over the place. All over the place. All righty. So let's see what's up with Dark Quark here. So it opens with Dark Quark kind of floating down into the cairn. Cairo condos. Yes. Yes, yes. Lady Quark, my prayers are answered, answers that, or ta- sells that one. Police chief we haven't seen in a long while. Or did we see him in Trinity? Maybe we saw him in Trinity. I know we saw him once or twice. I saw we saw him briefly in the... Uh, when, when he, an issue or two ago, when he, when Doc was yeah. announcing that his son was going to be taking Beck's job, he was right, one of the people who was right, listening right. to it. Yeah, totally. He's been He's been around. He's been around, floating in the background. Anyway, he's happy to see Lady Quark, and she says, prayers? I didn't hear any. I meant we have a problem. Three men, armed with scorchers, burn two techs, and they're holding the chill pops for ransom. (laughs) Chill pops? Because she does not know what this is. However, the writer, Tennessee Pyre, and Arnie Jorgensen will tell us, I'm sure, James Pasquale on Inks, Gene D'Angelo is a colorist, Gaspar is letterer, and Peter Tomasi and Lady Dan Raspler are the editors. Lady Dan, I wonder what that's up. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll figure it out. And probably a reference to Lady Quark. Oh, probably, yeah, totally. Since there the episode is, the issue is called Dark Quark. Dark Quark, yeah, totally. Chill Pops, you know. Rich daddies who get themselves frozen so they don't have to die. Only today, they might. It was a standoff till you showed. So what's at stake? Ransom money. Hardly. No heirs have come forward to bankroll the possibility that daddy could thaw and reclaim the business. So, <laughs> so what is the problem, asks Quark. Well, we'd like to save a few lives if... And she starts to laugh. Wait, where are you going? Hey, get back here. Those people are in danger. What's up, Chief? Is she going to help us? Disgusting, <laughs> she says as she flies off. Wasting all of those resources to save a few lives. If these food bags only knew how disposable they... Well, what's the matter with you? And we see it's Telepath who's broken into Lady Quark's thoughts. Telepath, get away from me. You've got to go back and rescue those people. Shut up, worm. The real Lady Quark would save them. Search her memories. You're right, she would. I wouldn't. What does any of this have to do with you? I covered for you. If you're exposed, I'm exposed. Please, you've got to be careful or Chief Docs is going to figure you out. So you're saying, if I want to impersonate Lady Quark, I must pretend to care what happens to people? (laughs) She's got this... Uh, like this expression, like, what? I cannot believe you're asking me to do this. <laughs> this makes no sense whatsoever. This makes no sense. I have to care for people? Gross. Uh, all righty. So then we go back to the regular officers, grok and spoiled core teamers. Now they're too good to save lives. I'll be reporting her, says the chief. You can bet on, hey, chief. No, they've done it. The bastards, they've done it. Moved in. Because there's this big flash inside the the walls. 
don't give them a second. Just take them out. You hear? We still might save. And they get inside and everyone kind of pauses. Well, what are you waiting for? Get busy. Don't worry, chief, says Lady Quark. Everything's under control. And we see um, folks with, I guess, their guns kind of melted onto their hands. And, yeah. And uh, he says, what the hell happened here? What? Oh, Amazing. She starts laughing. What's so funny? I tried to be careful. <laughs> the thing is, I really tried. And we can see that her being careful just resulted in a whole bunch of people getting mushed and burned and melted. <laughs> Including the some of the chill pops. Yes. Yes. Everything that was supposed to be saved was absolutely not. So Telepath throws something at his lamp. It's not funny. And someone knocks on his door, gives him a little bleep. I'm not home. You've reached Telepath. I'm off on a mission. Please leave your name, number, date, and time at the tone. And I the like tone, the little image on his screen. I know. He has a cape and like a lightsaber. A cape and a little lightsaber. Who knew he was a Star Wars fan? <laughs> Telepath, please pick up if you're there. No, I guess you're not. Listen, and this is uh, Mary Jane speaking. I know that Quark killed Adam. I was there. I saw how she was acting. I, Docs doesn't believe me. I don't know. He thinks I'm hysterical. Maybe I am. But you can prove it for me. For Adam, I know he liked you. Read her mind, Telepath. Read Quark's mind, please. Call me, okay? And Telepath just grabs his pillow and holds his face in his little pillow. And he is... He is conflicted. He is. Poor little guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we are off on another planet in the dark. There's a big crunch. Careful measure of applied pressure. Packed with a telekinetic push. The body working with the mind. It won't be long until light. There's a bit of an explosion and we see Captain Comet is not dead not dead yet <laughs> he pulls himself out of the rock uh avalanche that he was buried under eyes burning lungs plugged with dust he's coughing and gasping for breath and he's a little wobbly on his feet i could sleep for a week or did i just sleep for a week i can't see a blessed and he's about to fall into a hole when he kind of writes himself whoa looks like Lady Quark made it too, and he's saying that in quotes. Hey, Jane, she and Beck, I've got to go to them. That parasite got there first, and he tries to fly, but he just collapses on the ground and growls. Stop it. Breathe deep. This is no time for emotions. They won't help. Just concentrate on staying aloft. When I've got Quark in my sights, that will be the time. Then I'll get emotional. So he's flying away. Nope, I'm too late. They're gone. And he sniffs the air. Traces of lingering exhaust. Three, maybe four days old. Wow, he's got like, he's got a good sniffer. <laughs> yeah. Who knew that super smell was one of his powers? That's what happens when you have a brain, you're born for brain a thousand years ahead of time. or I guess that's something true. Like that. I guess that's true. The brain connects. Is that, is that what Wolverine has too? I 
guess so. A really <laughs> future brain. <laughs> Spread of turf burn indicates fuel expenditure consistent with the weight of three passengers. Judging from my experience, if she killed them, Quark would just leave them here. So they're alive. Gives a small little grin there. So how did she expect to explain my absence? Guess I'll find out when the rescue ship arrives. No matter how she tries to cover her actions, Legion would never give up on me. Well. <laughs> not if they think you're dead. Yeah. If they think you're dead, there's not going to be much of a rescue ship. I thought he could fly through space, but maybe He's too he weak needs right now. to re-strengthen himself. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to come back soon, or like we're not going to see him till Rebels, or not at all. I don't know. Is this their way of writing him out? Yeah, I don't remember at all. Hmm. So then we flash over to Captain Comet's uh, memorial statue. Pay attention, Beck. Sorry, I was thinking about Adam. They sure got his statue up quickly. That's because they didn't have to wait two weeks for the payment request. Hey. I admit, I wasn't always the sharpest agreed. And we find that uh, Beck is talking to Baby Lero. Look at this. Only 15% of arrest files include an L115. How are we supposed to track fuel consumption? We have too many forms. Besides, the L107 provides the same information monthly. L119 is required, Beck. Today, we'll prepare a broadcast to all ranks reminding them. But the memorial service is for those who have completed their work. Nope, I'm going. I owe it to Adam, and I have to be there for Mary Jane. But, but I said stay. Nope. And Lero starts to have a little temper tantrum. <laughs> and he cries and throws his books around. <laughs> Why make a show of it, Stratus, says Garv. So we're... we're uh, at we the see memorial, Garv and yeah. Strata are at the memorial. Can't we just go home, say a prayer, and Garv, I'm not missing Adam's memorial service just because you're afraid to face docks. I'm not afraid, he whispers. Hello, Strata. Thank you for coming, says docks. Hello, Garv. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Still waging your secret one-man war on the underworld? You told him... Garb tells Strata, no, I do have sources, you know. Working within the system has its advantages, you remember. Of course, we official lawmen don't get to dress quite so unnaturally, so I suppose it evens out. <laughs> Such a dick. Yes. <laughs> Garb is getting ready to clobber him, and Strata's just saying, easy, easy, honey. Uh, and then we have Faze. She sees Lobo. You couldn't have dressed? I'm wearing black, ain't I? What are you doing here, Lobo? We're not serving booze. What kind of crack is that? This ain't about drinking, it's about Mary Jane. Check her out, Fazy. She's crazy with grief. We all gotta be watching her. She might start wailing. She might collapse. She might even throw herself on the memorial plot. And if that happens, we'll all get a real good look at her butt. Uh, <laughs> class, thy name is Lobo. Totally. What a gentleman. <laughs> so they're at the service and Mary Jane is looking around. Have you seen Telepath? I'm sure he'll be along, says uh, Beck. Oh, don't look now. 
as Quark comes in and she's got a little rose in her hand. And she offers it to Mary Jane, who looks away. And then Doc says, let's begin. And Quark kind of walks, walks to her seat. She drops the rose. She's not doing great at this uh, <laughs> playing at being a, a human. Oh, look, we get the we get the next appearance of what's his name from the Max. annual. Yeah, I did say he was going to show up at least once, like in the last few issues. There you go. Well, here he is. He gets to play minister to the uh, memorial service. Because I mean, that's kind of was his job beforehand. He totally, was like a priest. Totally, of some type. Yep. Oh, so he said Adam traveled far in his life and made friends throughout the universe and beyond. The service will be performed by a distinguished spiritual leader who knew Captain Comet all too briefly. Pax. <clears throat> this is a prayer to Urk, to Yerklu, the god I worship. It is a plea for the souls of the prematurely dead. I've said it too many times. Oh, pitiless hammer of life that builds us, bloodies us, and knocks us dead. Hear our prayer for once, and grant Adam Blake more mercy than you have shown him lately. Go in peace. And he slams the book down. He's a real uh, inspirational type. <laughs> like a, it's like a Conan's prayer to Krom or something. Totally, totally. Garve is not having it. He jumps up. That's it. No time for long prayers, says Pax. Too many die. <laughs> and Garve is like, Tox, what gives here? Well, calm down. I doubt the duration of his memorial service concerns Captain Comet in the slightest. Well, it matters to the rest of us. And Tox says, but you're not one of the rest of us anymore. You quit, remember? <laughs> and then Garb hauls off and gives him a fist to the chin. And he grabs Strata. You coming with me? Tox, Mary Jane. I'm sorry, says Strata. How could you? I can't deal with this anymore, Strata. I want him out of my life. And if you still want to marry me, I want him out of yours, too. Ooh, ultimatum. Now, while Dox is being a dick, he is right a bit. I mean, Garb is, I mean, first Garb doesn't even want to be there. And now he's upset that it's not. Yeah. I, yeah. He was just going to be mad no matter what. If it was long, it's like, what, you're wasting time with this. This, this was not what Adam would have wanted. And if it's too short yeah. like it was, he was going to be pissed either way. Yeah, he is itching for a fight. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, neither one's behaving properly. They're both jackasses. Totally, totally. <laughs> so Pax goes over to Docs. Are you all right, my friend? I suppose. Forgive the unpleasantness, Pax. On my world, a nonviolent funeral meant nobody liked the deceased. Huh. How touching. <laughs> <laughs> And Stealth pops in. Docs, who's with Laurel? He's up in his office working. I asked who's with him. Stop worrying. The child's a genius. He can take care of himself. And we see he's continuing to have <laughs> a temper tantrum, screaming and crying in his little floating chair as uh, Larissa walks by. Or Lydia, sorry. Daughter of Larissa. Lydia walks by. Laurel, what's the matter? I'm fr fr frustrated, Lydia. And he's crying away. And she just says, oh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. Tell Lydia all about it. He uh, 
snuffles and snuffs and says, I want to do things, but I never get any help. I was going to make a broadcast with Garen Beck, but he left me all alone. He did. Yes, I had to do it all by myself and it didn't turn out right. Oh, I'm sure it's just fine. Will you look at it, Lydia? Of course I will. Promise you won't laugh. I promise. So they turn it on. Please be advised that Form L-119 must be submitted for each arrest. No exceptions will be granted. If you have a question regarding the policy, contact the administrative department. Thank you. And as it <laughs> finishes... How... Sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, as it finishes, we see that uh, something's in the uh, in the video there because Lydia is totally hypnotized and entranced. A uh, little baby Lurl kind of waves his hand in front of her eyes and nothing is uh, transmitting at all. And he's like, well, excellent. <laughs> in his best Mr. Burns voice, go back to your quarters and avoid contact with anyone until the initial effect passes. I'll call you when I need you. But I love the video. It's all white with like just the top of his head. Like, yeah, he can't get the camera to be down enough on. So he's trying to climb up to it. <laughs> Yes, half of my class is like that. When they bother to throw on their cameras, yes, that's what I see. I see foreheads. <laughs> I see ceilings. Yep. And they're not even infants. <laughs> they're not even, like, trying to take over the world. <laughs> or geniuses. Or ge they're definitely not bought. <laughs> <laughs> so after the service, we see Mary Jane and Beck. Telepath, telepath, did you get my message? Uh, no. Yes, your message. I got it. We'll talk later, all right? And he rushes off, and she's like, telepath. And as telepath leaves, Lady Cork sneaks up right behind him. I thought about what you said. Thanks for your help before. I guess we're partners, right? She's got this menacing look as she kind of, like, puts her arm around his shoulder. Lyril says, Vril Docs, are you ready for lunch? And <laughs> Lyril is totally ignoring daddy and sees stealth and says, mommy, how's your big, important career going? Fine, mommy, Lyril, let's go get some lunch. You don't have to check me, mommy. I'm not wet or anything. And Doc says, Lyril, what? Lunch? Great idea. Let's have lunch, then nap until supper. Then we'll let the criminals take over and we won't ever have to do anything at all. What's got into you? This place, the way you run it. Do you realize I was the only one working all morning? Oh, for pity's sake, Lyra, we had a funeral. Oh, aren't we sentimental? When are you going to apply some discipline around here? Honey, did I ever tell you not to talk to your father that way, says Stealth? No. Good. <laughs> Lyril, just, just grow up. Instead of getting angry, just ask for help. I'll give it to you. Don't worry, Father. I'll help myself. And we can see on the VCR video cassettes, mm -hmm. <laughs> Enhanced Charisma Program 2.0. So little Lurl has found uh, Dox's Yeah. And he pulled the tab programs. out. It looks like he, he pulled the tab out, so you can't record over it. So <laughs> He's really a wicked genius. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. 
Alrighty. Beck is asking Mary Jane, are you okay? I don't know. Telepath's acting so strangely. Maybe he thinks I'm crazy for the way I treated Lady Quirk. Must have come off like a... No, she had the right approach. She had no right to approach you like that. Not under the circumstances. I sensed something about her Beck. Something I didn't expect. Something aimed at me. There was a weird... I don't know, like tenderness, but overbearing smothering. It made me feel very cold. Just put it out of your mind. You have enough to think about without... Mary Jane, what? And she's pointing over there. What are you talking about? Don't you see it? There's nothing. And she looks. And she screams. And in her mind's eye, she kind of sees... I'm assuming... Uh, Quark zapping Captain Comet again. Yeah, I'm assuming she's seeing the fight. Yeah, in her little mind's eye there. And she's like gasping for breath. Come on, honey. Can I give you a hand, sir? Says one of the officers. Help me get her back to... I understand now, Beck. What? I understand everything. And she's looking up and the tears are coming out of her eyes and we're left with the cliffhanger that perhaps Mary Jane finally has realized what is going on. Boom, now, boom. Yeah, the question is, did she realize? Because like, there, she didn't see it. Or, or did something get implanted in her? Yeah. yeah. And is it telepath or comet? Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. Because it could be either. Yep. Yes. I mean, the, only, true. the two people besides Quark who know are both telepaths. Yes. So she's seeing something, but we don't know from who. Yep. We do not know from who. Bum, bum, bum. To be continued. To be continued. I'm just zipping through the letter columns real quickly, but I don't think there's anything super exciting. They're saying next issue, they are teasing that at long last the story will tie in with the Legion of Superheroes as phases past and future come looking for her. Sort mm, of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> this was written probably before... Uh, yeah, it's hard to tell when they wrote the little blurb as to and how much they knew when they wrote the little blurb. Yeah, I know, but we'll get to it when we get to issue 69. Yes. Yes, we will. I'm not thrilled. I'm still not thrilled about it. It was so dumb. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I don't know. What choice did they have? Who knows? Who knows? I mean... Sometimes you kind of... Well, we'll get there. But sometimes I feel like they try to fix something too soon. And if they had just let it wait, things would fix themselves. But then you're yeah. left with years and years of what's going on? How is this? What's what? <laughs> so it was a no-win situation. What are we yeah. talking about? You'll find out very soon for those of you yep. who haven't read Legion 9469. <laughs> You'll see in two short weeks or three short weeks, whenever we get there. When we get there, you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> yep. In the meantime, you can send us notes or comments or questions or whatever to 
Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. There's the little Facebooky page. Uh, we're at all the places, all the places that you would normally find us. We're there. We're totally there. And that, that is that. We will see you all next. W E E K. P I R I Y A V T A I. That sounds Russian. Piriyav ba 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 ba. Right continent. Right o Asia or Europe. <laughs> well, the first one. Asia. Well, that narrows it down. Can't be many things. Ukrainian. Nope. Um, More Asia. south. Oh my gosh. Uh, Way more south. Egypt. Nope, that's not Asia. Indonesia. Little east. No, uh, west of that. Oh my gosh, dude. My grade 10 geography is way, 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 way out of my head. It's some India. One of the, something from around the India area. That's a big place, and they use Ys and Vs and stuff together. Mm, maybe I should have known that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, baby. Uh, sure, sure.